Welcome to the Greyhound Girl podcast with your host, Dimity Ma. Proudly brought to you by Greyhound Performance Products. You can find them on Facebook or visit their website at greyhoundpp.com.au. We hope that you enjoy this episode and thanks to everyone for your support in promoting our wonderful industry. How are you feeling going into the heats on Friday? And now, how are you feeling making your first Group 1 final? You must just, I know you're sick, but, geez, it, it must make you feel good. <laughs> it, it does, it does. Look, going into the heats, look, I knew she always had talent from when she was a pup. Um, look, she broke in fast times as a pup. She was breaking free-for-all times. So we always knew she had talent. Um, from a very, very young age. I mean, she broke in early as a pup. Um, and putting her into the heats, it was just to see if she wanted to show her ability or not. Um, I mean, we took her down and, and gave her a box to box and we took her down and she'd already been down there when she was with Jason. Yeah. Um, so putting her in the heats, it was just whether she wanted to uncover her ability or not. So, I mean, she was going up against some um, pretty flash dogs. Yeah. So it was all up to her whether she wanted to do it or not. Mm-hmm. And um, that was that was the whole idea of putting her in the heats. Um, I mean, we knew she had the ability whether she wanted to show it or not. It was, yeah, as I said, up to her. Yeah. Um, and we knew she was flying at the time and it was just whether she'd jump and get out in front. It was the first section. We know she's got the ability of the first and middle sections. Um, she's probably just a run short of the run home. Um, we took her to Maitland for a 450, but the truck had washed out between the 450 and the 400, so she could only have a 400. Oh, um, right, yep. Yeah, so she was just a little bit underdone yeah. going into the heats. Um, but, you know, you can only do what you can do. Yeah, that's right with the circumstances. Um, yeah, that's it, that's it. So, I mean, you cross your fingers and toes and, and hope for the best. Um, everyone goes into it hoping for the best. Yep. Um and, and she just performed the ability that we knew she could. Yep. Um, you know, her runs prior at Richmond, you know, she bumped around and, and whatnot and still come out and, and won. So it's shown me that she's getting a lot more track sense and a lot more field sense these yep. days. Yeah. <clears throat> and, yeah, and, you know, she's, she's slowly starting to uncover her ability a lot more. Yeah. Um, she had a fall at the beginning of her career, and and that really took a lot to, you know, fix mentally. Whereas you know some dogs will fall, and and that'll be it for them. Yeah. But um, I mean she's she's only just gone too, so still oh, a lot to go with her. Yeah. So she's still really young. Yeah. 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 So, wow. Um, Yep. She was only two on the 8th of January, so. Yep. Yeah, nice. Very, very young. Yeah. Um, and going into the final, I mean, it's always a bit of a nervy, 
nervy thing, but, you know, you just keep your cool. And, and it's just another race at the end of the day. I mean, yes, it's a big group one race, but it's a race. There's always plenty of other times that you can, I mean, especially at her age, yep. plenty of times you can um, try again and go again. Yeah. Um, don't get me wrong, it's phenomenal to get this far and there are so many trainers that work their whole lives to get to a group one and and still are trying. And um, for me to be able to achieve this in the three years that I've been training is, is sensational and I will not take that away from any other trainer that's been working their whole lives to try and succeed to this level. Yeah. Um, and I'm not going to brush that off easy because it's it's uh, you know I I can't believe I've stumbled across a dog that can do what she can do and achieve the levels that she can achieve but I've got to be able to try and keep Michael because she'll feed off that yep oh, and I know she will yep everybody tells me that they're like you know if if I'm asking them you know what's your advice for any young handler or that they go try and stay calm because it radiates into the dog that's right. So at the end of the day, I've just got to try and keep my calm and and, <laughs> and and to myself, just think to myself, you know, it's another race. There are more that we can attack later and and at the end of the day, you know, win, lose, draw, if we finish first or last, there's always another race that we can attack. Yep. Um, you know, as long as she's sound and healthy and as long as she walks off, walks off with all four legs and and a tail and a head <laughs> then I, I'm happy yep, yep. Um, yeah because she's made it this far yeah no definitely how um like I I honestly like I backed her I gave her a great chance from the eight because like you said I thought to myself if she, you know she does you know, lives up to what we know she can do. Um, you know, I, I just thought, given where some of the other dogs were drawn, I thought she might get the fly on that. And she did. She come out lovely. She got across. And how were you feeling when she was um, when she was in front in the back straight? You must be thinking, oh, wow, this is... Uh, I started is- crying straight away. Oh, did <laughs> <laughs> uh, I did. And then, uh, look, I as soon as I seen Richard Donner on trail, I knew she was always going to catch. Yep. Um. The, the speed that dog's got is phenomenal, and I knew that um, she savage is, was just a bit underdone. Yeah. And but just to run second would still meant that we were making the final. That's right. Exactly. Uh, yeah, I started crying. <laughs> oh, that's so nice. <laughs> I was like, oh my god! I mean, I they were happy it. tears, but yeah, I started crying. Yeah. Um, Obviously, being in quarantine at home, yeah, um, Brian took it down for me. And, oh, look, I can't give that man the credit he deserves, the co-training he gives me and the advice he gives me and the discussions that we have about her and and whatnot. Yep. So, you know, like, I'll sit there and I'll be racking my brain and um, I'll have a few discussions with him between the trips from here to the gardens or the gardens home about what I what I want to do with her or where I want to trial her and stuff and and the discussions that I have with Brian about what I want to do and, and whatnot and he'll make a few suggestions and, and whatnot and um and to be honest my name may be on that dog but 
um, as the as the owner trainer, but he he is honestly the co trainer with me. Yep. And, and that's the crap thing with with Australia is that we don't co train over yeah. here. Yeah, that's um that's something that I've been advocating for a long long time because I know so many people like yourself and Brian that are in that situation. You know, husband and wife teams, father daughters, you know, brothers sisters, etc. And you just think, geez, aren't we at a stage now where we can bring that in, you know, because the first thing, you know, 99% of the time someone says, I'd like to thank such and such because they do this with me and I couldn't do it without them. So, Oh, yeah. Uh, I mean, the amount of things that, <clears throat> that he's taught me, the amount of things that, as I said, we've talked about since she's been a pup and that he's taught me with her and, the, and you know, so many people turn around to Des, who is my partner, and say, oh, what's going on with the dog? And, and Des will always say, I don't know, uh, ask, ask Smoothie and Jess. They're, they're the ones training it. Yep. <laughs> um, uh, you know, like, he handles that for me. Um, I don't even, I, I won't even handle her on race days. Yeah, right. Um, okay. So he'll be doing the, the duties on Friday, uh, Saturday, on, sorry? On Saturday, 100% he'll be doing the duties on yep. Saturday. I mean, I'll be there to catch up, but, yep. <laughs> um, yep, no, I won't be touching a race day. <laughs> I get I get too nervy, look. Yeah. Um, Understandable. And, and he keeps his cool and calm with her, and she looks for him now on yep. race day. Um, and as I said, like, I would not be where I am if that – with, with without his co-training. Yep. And if anything, he's shown me more than I, than, than anything. He, he leads the way. And, and I always say to him, you know, what do you think about this? Or what do you think about that? And, and he'll help. Um, and if he thinks something's like, if, if I'll suggest something that he doesn't think right, he's right, he'll pull me back in. I mean, and that's the thing with, with the younger trainers or the, or, or the trainers that are only just stepping in. You've got to have someone that, that helps and teaches us. Yep, definitely. Yep. Not 100%. Um, Going into... Otherwise, sorry. yeah, otherwise we wouldn't be able to get to where we are. Yeah, for sure. No, definitely. And, you know, going into this week, having someone like that who's, you know, got so much experience and, like you said, who's nice and calm and, you know, can um, sort of <laughs> maybe keep you under, you know, uh, keep you under control a little bit in terms of your nerves and stuff, you know, it, it's something that's just you can't put a price on, to be honest. A hundred percent. So going into this week, you know, she's going from box eight again. Are you happy with the draw? Oh, 1,000%. 1,000%. I mean, she's going from a box that she already knows. Yep. Um, she is stripping a little bit fitter going from that from that run. Um, I'm pretty sure there was only the one, one dog that had the little bit quicker section, but her midsection was still that little bit quicker. Um, it was the run home, as I said. Um, look, at the end of the day, there's, there's nothing I can com complain about at all. Um, She's made it. <laughs> yeah. She's made 100%. it. That, that, that's all. She's made it. Yeah. 
Tell me a little bit about um because I, I was speaking to Eden the um breeder the, the breeder, other day yeah. about Wicked This Way and just what a magnificent brood bitch she's turned into. How did you come about um buying her as a pup? Because I know I was speaking to you about six months ago. Did you buy a couple more out of the Zambora uh, buy Zambora Brocky? I did, I did. Yep. So <laughs> what made me come about buying She Savage was I had Guided by Soul, and I had a litter sister out of her that I lost to a brown snake. Oh, <laughs> um, my God. Yeah, so um, lost her to a brown snake, and the litter sister to Guided by Soul was outright mine. Um, when I lost her, I was absolutely devastated. Um, Guided by Soul, I have shares in with Brian. Yep. And when I lost... The litter sister being obviously being outright mine, I was completely devastated. So I was trying to find, um, obviously, a replacement, but you'll never find a complete replacement, but one that looked very similar. Yep. Mm, but um, still had somewhat decent breeding. Yep. And at the time, Aston DB was sort of new um, in the size market. Um, so I went down that line and found an ad on there by e from Eden with the Wicked This Way and Aston DB. And I sent it to Brian to have a look at because Brian's really into the... Um, breeding side of things and into the into looking into all the breeding side of things yep and brian said that he was really happy with it so i'm pretty sure there was two fawn ones and a black one left and that's when i pick out of because i'm absolutely obsessed with fawns <laughs> Um, so that's when I picked, so her name's Callie, yep. so that's when I picked her, uh, and all it was was the fact at the time that in the ad she had a pink collar on. Oh, cute. Um, I always start out with my young bitches with a pink collar. Yep. It just seems to be a good luck thing for me. Yep. No, that's um, amazing. So then I took her home. When <laughs> It's funny. When I was rare enough, she used to run up and down the runs. Brian's got dingoes out at his place. Um, and she used to howl for the dingoes to come over and run up and down the fence with dingo pups. <laughs> um, and, yeah, we'd do that every morning and every afternoon. We'd just howl and the dingo pups would come and run up and down the fence with her. Oh, my God. So then we had to move her paddocks because I used to call them my little dingo pup because um, she looked exactly like one of them. So we had to move her paddocks so that she would try and get her away from him because I didn't want her to end up with acidosis. Yep. Same as Brian, he didn't want her to end up with acidosis to try and get her away from him and she'd still howl and they'd still come and run even though they were three paddocks separated. <laughs> and she'd still do it. Um, and then when Eden told me that Wicked This Way had another litter to Zambora Brocky, I jumped on that. And I bought two out of that. Yep. Because even though 
I think Kelly had only just gone to break in, and the time she was breaking in were brilliant. Um, so I jumped on that straight away. Um, she hadn't made her truck debut yet, but the time she was break she was breaking in, she was, and I was trialing her. The time she was trialling was like 22.35 at Tari, which is free for all times. Yep. Um, so I jumped on that and bought two out of the litter there. Yep. Um, I mean, you just never know if you don't have them. Yep. Um, and then I started Callie. She was the first one to start out of the litter. Um. And then another one out of her litter started the night straight after, which was Princely Sum, and he won first start as well. Yep. And you've had, then a few others have started out of the litter since, and my goodness, a few out of that litter, like you've had Duca's Diesel and yep. Duca's um, uh, Chief. Duca's Chief, yep. Yep. Um, my Scarlet, Mighty Midget. And, I mean, she's produced some absolutely amazing pups yeah i mean you know like and now she's produced one that's made the final of the futurity as well yep and I, I could not be more proud and more thankful for eden and megan <coughs> um for giving me the opportunity yep but um, her personality in the kennel as well. She's always been clean since she was like ten months old. You know, I've started bringing her into the kennel at ten months old, and she was clean. You let her out in the yard, and she was always psycho. <laughs> <laughs> but but um, she was always clean and calm in her kennel. Never tore anything in the kennel. Never dirtied in the kennel. Yep. But, um, yeah, nice. Yeah, can't complain about her at all. And, um, you know, like, Brian's been having a good run of late. Like, last night, $78 winner at the Gardens. That um, yeah. that just capped off a really good weekend for you guys. It did, yeah. How, yeah. Um, how was that feeling? <laughs> it made it even better for me. Like, we've, we've both got dogs that we handle each. Like, um, he's got a few that... He always handles, and then I've got a few that I always handle. And um, I rang him last night when he was down there, and I said to uh, and I said to him, I said, "Will you make sure you get Kayla, young Kayla Robertson? Yep, to ha- to handle him." I said he likes the girls. I said, "Don't you handle him?" <laughs> <laughs> oh, I tell you what, best piece of advice ever. <laughs> <laughs> It must have been because it worked. Because he let um, he let young Terence Barras handle him at, but on Wednesday at Tari, and I tell you what, that dog nearly hit the outside fence. I tell you. Oh, and wow. I, I, said, I rang him. I said, "You broke the dog." <laughs> <laughs> oh wow! Oh well, there you go. Like you know, that was just. Yeah, I, I saw him win last week and I said to Dad, that's the dog we watched win last week and he's just won and paid $78. I said, 
you know, when you're on a roll, you're on a roll, and that's sort of what um what you guys are experiencing at the moment. How um how did you first get started in in dogs, Jess? Where did it all start for you? Uh, with my family. Um, so I've got my uncle and my grandmother that train. Yep. Um, my grandfather had my grandfather on my mum's side had a greyhound when I was baby, and then he got out and. And he got sick and passed away. Um, but my uncle, my grandfather, and my dad got back into them when I was about six. Yeah, would have been about sixteen. Yep. Um. And then, um, because I've moved back home with them. Um. Oh god. And I was in and out of like moving in and out of home with them. Since I was about twenty, yep. Oh, I would have been younger than that, but more permanently from when I was about twenty. Um, I, I mean, I was living and I grew up with my grandma and my uncle. Yep. But more permanently moving in and out of home with them when I was about twenty, and then I stayed home from when I was about, you know, you know would have been about twenty-three. Yep. Um. And I got my trainer's license when I was about four. started helping Smoothie when I was about twenty five. Uh, got my trainer's license when I was about the same age. Was that um was that always your your sort of dream when you were growing up to to be training dogs? Um. Not so much the dogs. I was more a horse girl. Yeah. Um, but then I flicked more back to the dogs, I think when I was about 16. So I was more a horse girl. And then I flicked back to the dogs when I was about 16. Um, the dogs, I mean... They show more love back to you. Than horses do? Oh, yeah. Yeah, okay. I'm sort of scared of horses, so I only look at them from a distance. Um, <laughs> so I don't really know what that's like. <laughs> yeah, see, I mean, the horse, they, look, horses can be a lot more, um, it's my world. They can be more like a cat. Yep. <laughs> um, don't get me wrong there. Yeah, gorgeous creature until you get thrown. <laughs> yep, I could imagine. <laughs> Which is why I stick with dogs. I've been thrown quite a few times. <laughs> quite a few times. Yeah. Um, I love them, but um, dogs, they, yeah, they're, the love they show you. Yep. I mean, I had, I had a greyhound teach my son to walk. Oh, wow. Yeah, so oh, I had a, I had an old brood bitch teach my son to walk. Oh, and he's ten this year. Yep. So the the friendship they had from when he was a baby, baby, and then yeah, she taught my son to walk. Oh, how sweet! That's cute. Yep. Ah, oh, beautiful. And you know, you, yourself and Brian, you do um. You do a lot of miles, you know, you guys are always on the road traveling and that sort of thing. And, you know, when, 
you know, it would be so rewarding getting any win, but particularly now that you've made a big race, it um, sort of makes all those um, miles worth it now. I would, it would, but even just, you know, as I said, even just to make the final, it's um, it's anyone's dream, especially someone that's, you know, a young country trainer. Yep. And I mean... As I said, so many people strive their whole life to get to where I've gotten. And, I mean, not to rub it in anyone's faces, but, I mean, I've only had four dogs my whole career so far. Yeah, wow. And she's number four. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> yep. No, that's amazing. How long does it take you guys to get from where you are to Wentworth Park? Um... About four hours. Yeah, okay. A, li- a little over. It's about four, four and a half. Yep. So it's a true, yeah. it's a real road trip. <laughs> yeah. But she's, I mean, and the best part is, is she's a good traveller. So as soon as you get in the car, she'll lay down. Yep. And she Beautiful. sleeps the whole way. Yep. Well, that's what you want. Like if you're going to sort of, you know, if you want to be competitive, you don't want them to run their race before they've even got to the track. So that's. No, that's right. That's, that's very right. handy. You've been listening to the Greyhound Girl Podcasts with Dimity Ma, proudly brought to you by Greyhound Performance Products. You can find them on Facebook or their website, greyhoundpp.com.au.